Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. I've been battling allergies for years now. Let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available release sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. What's up, gang? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazde. I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. Number one, people who are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world and doing both of these things despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews with game changers, business leaders, you know, telling us their origin stories, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now. Why? So it can help you step into your greatness within your life, your business, and your career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years of entrepreneurship as a CEO and founder to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation, and I'm stoked to have you here with me. Wow, everybody, we just did a uh, Bruce Buffer here at the uh, Greatness Machine. Oh, man, what a nice guy. What a freaking super interesting guy. Uh, it's a quick show, but I will tell you this, like packed with knowledge, packed with great stories. I mean, this guy's like the world's most interesting man. Might as well do a Dos Equis commercial. Uh, stay tuned. You're going to enjoy this. What, what a great person. Love this episode with Bruce Buffer. Take care. Guys, welcome to this episode of The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazi, and boy, do we have an amazing guest. Oh my God, the veteran voice of the octagon, Mr. Bruce Buffer is in the house. Bruce, Hey, Darius, how are you? Oh man, I'm freaking awesome right now. Glad to have you on the show, my friend. Um, My pleasure. Do you mind if I do a little bit of housekeeping and then we'll get running? Whatever you gotta do, you do it. Let's do it. So for listeners who are new to the show, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. People who live their passions and those creating greatness in the world and doing so despite the odds. And my main man, Bruce, here is neither short of passion nor greatness. Um, I'm going to say this. So I have been a UFC fan since UFC 1. I'm, I'm, I'm old enough where I was young enough where I wasn't supposed to watch it, but I watched it anyway with my friends. And so I'm a huge fan of UFC. I've been going to fights for many years. And man, you are just, you're like a staple of that system. I mean, you're just like the the voice of the octagons we said before. So man, it's just such an honor to have someone uh, of of your status and of your accomplishment on the show. I think you really are someone that that really exemplifies what what we try to do here at The Greatness Machine. So man, really pumped to have you here. So thank you for coming on. Thank you, my pleasure. No, it's a pleasure to be on. And thank you for all your kind words. What can I say? Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm generous with them. Um, I'd like to do your formal bio for a second. But you know, it's funny, I, I, I'm, we have a mutual friend in common. Uh, uh, T, uh, uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, JT, JT Fox. So oh, uh, yeah, you know, JT, right. Yeah, so you had you had uh, done uh, some stuff with him on Clubhouse, and I was friends with him through Clubhouse, and so I actually heard when you had come and d- did some stuff with him on there, and talked about your entrepreneurial background, which I thought was fascinating. I, I didn't know that you had such an entrepreneurial background, and uh, would love to kind of dive into it a little bit on the show because we we a lot of our uh, listeners are CEOs and entrepreneurs who are really trying to level up in their lives. 
Um, but for listeners who are maybe not as familiar with your work, you, you have to be living on the moon or under a rock somewhere. Uh, Bruce is the veteran voice of the Octagon of the UFC. Started off at UFC 8 in 1996. President and CEO at Buffer Enterprises, host of It's Time podcast with TJ DeSantis and the co-founder of Millions.co. So, man, I love, you know, here at the at the Greatness Machine, we love origin stories. I'd love if you wouldn't mind giving us a little bit of your background, a little bit of your origin story, what got you to where, where you're getting to now. Well, you know, I, I grew up in uh, Philadelphia and Texas as a kid. And at 15, I moved out to Malibu, California with my family. My dad ran Fortune 500 companies. And he was the one that was my uh, role model and, and basically gave me my entrepreneurial attitude uh, to the point where out of school, I started working in the telemarketing industry and uh, at 1975, 76, and I was making incredible money and I uh, started my own company in 19, never worked for anybody since then, except for people like UFC. And I've owned a variety of different companies from import export to uh, security alarm camera companies to uh, doing motivational speeches. Um, I ran collectible gun shows. I've just done so many different things. And it was always learning how to hone my teeth, selling, talking to people, presenting myself, um, and motivating people to be the best they can be in training salespeople. So I was involved in the business world in quite a number of different businesses until I met my uh, long lost half brother, Michael Buffer, the legendary Let's Get Ready to Rumble announcer around the area of 1990 or so. <clears throat> and then Eventually, four years later, became his uh, give or take. He became his manager and business partner, and which created a uh, a foray into the sports and entertainment world, where I created my career in the UFC. And I've so been you, announcing the UFC now for over twenty seven years. So you guys, so you were doing biz, and in, in eighty nine, you is when you were introduced to your half brother Michael, and you were you still doing the business stuff when you started managing him or was it kind of an overlap between the two how did that transition happen for you it was an overlap between the two but what happened is is that i um had an epiphany in 1992 when i was at a fight with him and i went back to my room and started writing incessantly pages of notes on how i would run his career what we would do trademark this phrase properly make it part of american culture put it on the tip of everybody's tongue and that's what we did with let's get ready to rumble and i wasn't concerned about myself other than doing everything i could to put him in all the big events but i knew i wanted to announce but we agreed i wouldn't do boxing and then when the ufc came along being a martial artist since i was 12 you know that was my world so i had to get involved and so so what did was this this thing in your family where you're like oh man we just have these badass voices that that like was it like a, a voice of thon behind the scenes what was going on with that not really. Um, it's not like past the salt, you know, all that yelling at each other. Uh, we'll both admit to you that my dad probably had the best voice of all of us. Really? Yeah, he was a Marine drill instructor for 13 years and served in World War II in Korea. And I'd uh, walk in a room and he'd say, son, shoulders back, chest out. Let him know you're in the room. Project your voice, you know. So training from early on. And so and so when when you your brother obviously this was he was making his way in the boxing world um were you being a martial artist were you attract i mean obviously especially if you look back in like the early to mid 90s like ufc was very very different than it is now i mean it really kind of came into its own like right around the the time they i guess i guess probably in the, the early 2000s is when i when i when i felt like it really like kind of blew up right after they did the the uh what do you call it? The reality show, right? Right. And, and and so for you, when you were in those early days, how did, 
how did you transition out of your businesses into that? Was that something you were doing kind of like a side gig where you're like, this is my passion. I'm doing the business thing too. How did that work for you? No, I kept it all going. I mean, I run, an, I run a number of different businesses. I have products that have just hit the market recently uh, with more to come. I've got, you know, I've, I've been involved in managing my brother. Uh, I was still tape tapering down the other businesses. I basically sold them and quit with the money I had in the bank to go into this business of sports and entertainment. And my whole goal was to make Michael Richard more famous than he ever dreamed. And hopefully myself in the process. And he said, well, how are you going to do all that? And I said, I don't know, but if I'm going to give all this up, you better, you better believe I'm going to figure it out. And it's just been a trend. It's just been an evolutionary process ever since I've had my hands in a number of different um, businesses surrounding our announcing our brands whether it's video games, toys, movies. I mean, I did a movie with Warner Brothers called Ready to Rumble, had one of the biggest selling video games uh, ever back in 2099 uh, called Ready to Rumble Boxing. Um, I, I can go on and on and on, just so many different things. You know, bucket lists uh, being done from Super Bowl commercials to, uh, I, 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 can't, I can't even remember half the stuff. I got to write another book yeah. to remember, but that's what entrepreneurs do, you know, and you just got to manage your businesses properly. I'm very proud of the products I currently have in the market, which you may be familiar with. Um, if you want to see them like puncher's chance, my bourbon. Oh yeah. Nice. This is the, uh, we've won 10, like eight, 10 gold medals. We're called the top five best sipping bourbon in America. It's price range. You can go to punchershancebourbon.com to check it out, but it's in stores all across the country. And we're going into England and to Canada and Australia. And I just came out with my new single barrel version called the undisputed. I love it. And it's selling like hotcakes that won a platinum award right out of the gate. That's amazing. And, then, and I, I'm coming out with a line of toiletries, starting with my cologne, the it's time cologne. And this is the number one selling cologne on Amazon in America. And in the top five in the UK, it's really taken off. It'll be followed by body wash and deodorants and body sprays and facial wash and a whole bunch of stuff. And then the big one that's going to be coming out, and I won't bore you any more than this, is my all-natural energy drink. Yeah. Hydration drink. This is, this is incredible. And this will be in 30 countries plus around the world within the next six months. So these no. are the businesses I'm working on. Uh, along with products surrounding the Let's Get Ready to Rumble brand. And, you know, when you're a brand builder, you work from a base and you build everything out of the base. Yeah, it seems like you're super early in this, this like, world of brand building. Uh, I mean, obviously, personal brand building. I think that, that uh, I mean, it's like, clearly, you you and your your brother have, you know, created these brands for yourself through the fight world, now bringing it to mainstream and the and product from a productization standpoint, what are your thoughts on when you start thinking of the future of product is around personal brand? How, where, where'd your head go on that? Well, you just got to pick the products that basically fit your brand. You know, you don't want to be a whore for the money. You want to pick properly. I turn down deals all the time. Um, I'm a spokesperson for a number of different companies from Rubet gaming and international gaming company, uh, Kudo popcorn which you'll see a lot about coming up, uh, which is a sponsor of the UFC. Um, I have another company called millions.co you mentioned at the top of the show where we teach branding and marketing to athletes. You can go there and buy merchandise from the Shevchenko sisters from a ton of different uh, UFC athletes that basically is even cooler than the UFC merchandise that's being sold or as cool. And you can do uh, videos with them like on Cameo where I'm one of the top 10% uh, filmers on Cameo. Uh, which keeps me quite busy. 
I do a lot of videos and a lot of audios for weddings and birthdays and championship introductions and business videos. Um, but that's all built around the brand. You know, it's what I do. So and, and what do you think? Like, um, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur. I've built some pretty large companies. And my big belief is that, you know, your values and your purpose have to be really kind of the foundation of the brand. How do you kind of think of that for yourself? Well, your values have to be, like I said, you don't want to be a whore for the money. Right. Excuse my French. You want to, you want to pick properly. You want to deal with the best products. You want to deal with the best people. Um, and you want to be uh, the best you can be, you know, and yeah. you want to believe and have passion for what you're doing. If, if you have passion for what you're doing and you can monetize your passion, then you're, you're working and building a lifestyle, not just waking up and saying, Oh, I have to go to work. You know, right. I got eight to 10 hours today to work. I mean, you're building a lifestyle and it can get overwhelming at times, but that's where you got to, you know, do what you got to do. What do you, so, so like going back to the UFC, you know, obviously you've been in there for, for, you know, over two decades, what's been like when you start thinking of the transition you saw and your belief in that product, you know, obviously you came in as an announcer and, and it, and it really just took off, right? When you start thinking, looking back at your career at the UFC and, and the, the projection of that business, what, what, what were you thinking during that, during your ride and watching that happen? How did you see that come to life in your own world? I knew it was going to be the biggest thing in fighting sports, but it was raw. And it was a spectacle that became a sport. And I stuck with it through thick and thin and uh, working for the short paychecks, the Roach Coach Motels, you know, traveling everywhere, doing everything uh, until it built to where it is today. And it's just the biggest thing happening in fighting sports, barring one or two boxing matches a year. Um, everything I thought was going to happen to it happened. And it's going completely according to schedule. I love that, man. What's, have you, if you were to say like your biggest surprise from that experience, what would be maybe potentially your biggest surprise? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and supply and demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through, but then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius. 
Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. Hey there, friends. It's Darius Mishazda here, and I have a little confession to make. You see, I've been battling allergies for years now. And let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Allergies have been my constant companion. They stopped me from fully enjoying the little things in life, from canceling plans with friends because of sudden allergy attack to missing out on an outdoor activity because of the sneezing fits. Allergies have been a real nuisance. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing and a runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I've been a Claritin D user for many, many years now, and let me tell you, it's made a world of difference. Since I started using Claritin D, my symptoms have improved dramatically. Now I can breathe easier, enjoy outdoor activities without worrying about sneezing fits, and truly live my life without being held back by allergies. Ready to live as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter now. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear uses directed. I'm really not. Everything came true. Uh, Madison Square Garden to being all over the world. I mean, the biggest surprise, of course, was the turn point for the UFC, which was when Dana White and the Fertitta brothers bought it at its lowest point from Robert Meyer, was the previous owner. Uh, and in turn, their passion and their monetary uh, abilities to back it and the business acumen they had brought it to where we are today. It's a big team effort. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it shows, right? When you start to see, I mean, even if you like to the announcers and having Rogan involved and the way that's handled, it's, it seems like it's a family that's really stuck together. What, what do you, when you start looking at the future of combat sports and from your experience being entrenched in that world, what do you think the future looks like compared to today? What, what would be the biggest difference you might see in your mind? Oh, I just think more people coming into MMA, appreciating the sport. Um, You've got new generations being born, you know, every year. And uh, when I go to a show and they go, oh, I've been watching you since I was 10. I've been watching you since I was five. You know, A, it makes me feel a little bit older. But at the same time, you realize that new fans are coming on all the time. And MMA, unlike boxing, except for some of the influencers boxing, um, it has captured the hearts and minds of the 18 to 34-year-old generation, which in turn is now in their 40s and 50s from when they watched it when I started. Um, so it encompasses everything, male and female. Fox Sports did a study, and over 75% of males, 18 to 34, are fans of the UFC. That's huge. Yeah. And that was that was like 10 years ago they said that. Yeah, it's amazing. So I started going, my first fight I went to was uh, Liddell Couture 2 in, in Vegas, like in 96 was. And I, oh, and yeah, brother, when, uh, Randy, when Randy uh, spanked Liddell. No, he spanked Tito. That was right. Yeah, no, no, Liddell knocked him out, and I think it was yeah. the one that Liddell won. And my brother and I gave it to each other for Christmas. I have a twin brother, so that was our present to each other. And we had front row seats, and my bro and it was an amazing fight, as you know. And um, and so what I was going to say was I, I went to a lot of fights during that early 2000s time frame until, you know, up until actually the last fight I went to was one was uh, Frank Mir and Brock Lesnar, where you did the buffer 180, buffer, buffer 360. Yeah, UFC 100. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, the, I had ki- I got kids then, and I'm like, oh, it's hard for me to go to the fights anymore. But one um, of the biggest thing I saw, one of the biggest transitions I saw, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, was that there was a lot more females at the fights. Like when I used to go to the fights in 2003, four, and five, like it was it was mostly men in the audience, and then it, it really did it, it became much more like going to a, a professional sport sports football game. Do, do you think that was because of the mainstream aspect of, of, of UFC really going into the zeitgeist from, as a mainstream sport. What are your thoughts on that? I think so. You know, the, the female fan base is very strong. They'll come <clears throat> three, four deep <clears throat> with each other, and, and they understand the sport. They understand the fighters. They understand the moves. This is how – this is when you know that you've really got the hearts and minds because, you know, obviously, you know, they're looking at two great-looking guys – beating the hell out of each other you know that right. can be exciting to women but they actually recognize the skill factor and the fact that women's mma is so strong and made so strong by ronda rousey and the great amanda nunes and others that built the sport i mean women can now share the same excitement the same camaraderie that men can yeah so it appeals to everybody yeah it's it's a, it's an amazing sport man it's really cool just to watch the athleticism come to a new level um, I wanted to, you know, talk about one thing though, you know, I, you know, doing research for you on the show, man, you're, 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 you're a Renaissance man, you know, world, world rated poker player. You're doing the voice thing, you know, the big announcer for the, one of the biggest sports in the world entrepreneur, you know, like on paper, like you're, you're kind of like the world's most interesting man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that. What do you um, think? What What is that? Like, like, is that you just like, Hey man, I'm gonna live my passions unabashedly. Like, how do you, how does one get to get to live that life? Cause I think a lot of people don't necessarily, I maybe know what I'm saying right now or appreciate what it takes to put yourself out there in that way. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You know, life is all life by design and again, follow your passions, but focus, stay focused, stay present. So you can do each one properly and not lose track of what you're doing. Uh, it's very easy to do three things and do them all half-assed, right? So side yourself with good people, delegate where you can, but recognize what you're truly passionate about and you're willing to put the work into to make happen. <clears throat> In my situation, I can side myself with companies that have incredible marketing teams and product development and everything else, and I, I handpick and choose who I deal with. So, so very careful. It's It's like being, if you ever look at a war film and all the generals are watching over the map and moving the pieces. That's pretty much what it's like. And, and do you think do you think of it like the strategy of your business in that way, and your, or your life in general? Life in general. Sometimes I'm nonstop from the moment I get up in the morning. You know how do you how do you how do you maintain like capacity for that? What's what what are some of your secrets? Um, again, if if you have passion for something, it should maintain itself. When the bad times happen or the rough times happen, your passion gets you through it. Mm-hmm. It's like Rocky said, if you get knocked down on the canvas, you want to get up and start punching harder than ever moving forward. So um, just stay on top of it. Believe in yourself. I have a theory called BSC, uh, which is ball skill and confidence. And you need all that to sit down at the blackjack table, at the desk, at the meeting. But you also need a 10, 20% luck factor, you know, even in a poker hand, no matter how good you play. And what's your perspective? So obviously luck, we can't control luck. We can control the other part. Is that really the the other part? And the the little bit of luck factor comes in, but timing, timing is everything. And do you think that, that for yourself, when you start thinking of timing, like obviously like being too early or being too late can put you out of business. 
what, what when you start to like try to gauge that for yourself is this a, a numbers game is this a you know strategy game how do you how do you put luck put luck timing all these things together when you try to be successful i'm past the point of a numbers game you know because i try to make the numbers less not throw right. too much on the wall um just try to pick and choose i mean just just hopefully you're making the right decisions you know and you have to learn when to say no you know yeah. no to yourself no to something just don't grab everything um i've made that mistake in the past and i've learned to tone it down and um you know focus just focus and do what it takes to get it done <clears throat> don't wait for things to happen you have to make them happen you know be diligent and believe in yourself it's, it's all very basic principles yeah no I, I love that man i mean the, like i think people tend to overcomplicate success and i mean what i'm hearing you say is like be focused work hard you know play smart you know the things that are easy to say hard to do right i i find a lot i work with a lot of entrepreneurs i'm, I'm now in private equity and and they get they get shiny object syndrome and i'm like hey, dude listen stay fucking focused on the one thing in front of you like like you barely have a business here like what why are we trying to start four other businesses I mean, has that been a big part of your success? Is that focus in, in the things that are working? Like, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, focus. Focus is very important because if you lose focus, then you lose touch of reality. Yeah. Right? And if you don't stay on top of it and you let it just roll along, unless you've got good business partners or delegated properly, uh, whatever you're doing, it could fall apart. Yeah. You got to stay on top of it. How do you, speaking of partners, because I think partnership can be delicate and you've obviously picked some really good partners over the years. What are your thoughts on that? Like how, how what served you and what has worked for you? Maybe what hasn't worked for you from a partnership standpoint? Um, partnerships that lie to you or steal from you. You know, you don't recognize it up front. It's like a marriage or like a relationship. It takes time to get full understanding of everything going on. Um, you know, I've had, a, I've had a couple situations that I was very surprised. <clears throat> by, you know, I won't mention names, but a very prominent individual who's on TV every week. Yeah. But um, didn't fulfill their end of the picture. And I got too much caught up in their image, right? And what they do than the reality of how they do it. So you got to stay on top of everything, you know, and question it. If there's something yeah. you question, question it. Yeah. Don't let it get out of hand. Unless you're just collecting a paycheck and doing your part, take the paycheck. Yeah, no, I love that, man. I know, I look, I appreciate it. I know you're short on time. So I want to I want to respect that, you know, a couple of things you were you have the it's time podcast with TJ DeSantis. Like, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, it's a podcast I started like 16 years ago, even before Joe Rogan started his, but I was never big into monetizing it. Joe was actually one of my original guests. And it's a, a lifestyle show we do once a week, you can watch it on my YouTube channel, Spotify, all those places. Um, and we have guests from all walks of life, you know, actors, Josh Brolin, uh, you name it, on down to UFC fighters, to entrepreneurs, uh, even had porno stars on to see what makes them tick, you know, <laughs> all different kinds of stuff. So very we, we cover the news. It gives me a chance to rant and rave um, and to just talk about what's going on in the world. I love that, and man. I, and I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. You know, um, Two, two quick questions and then I'll let you run. Uh, you did the the main announcement for Andrew Schultz's Infamous. I'm a huge Andrew Schultz fan. Tell us a little bit about that experience. That was great. That's one of the best announcements I ever made. I love that. Andrew's yeah. a great guy. We put to get, we put that together. He he uh, produced that really, really well. That was really cool. I thought that was a pretty cool uh, entrepreneur <laughs> story. He got turned down, like basically Netflix and I think it was uh, Hulu or somebody basically said, oh, it was Amazon. They said, hey, look, 
you got to cut these jokes from your bit or else we're not going to do the, your, 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 your show. And he told him to F off and then self produced the show and Excuse crushed me. it. Yep. Like crushed absolutely it. crushed it. Were you going to be involved either way? Were you involved before that went down with the, with the streaming networks or was it after the fact? I can't answer that because uh, that probably happened during the process. We, you know, we met, we became friends and then we did it. <clears throat> and I think um, he pursued me after he had it all in place when he was about to film it. Yeah, that, that that was cool. I I that was one of my favorite uh, stand-ups I've seen last year. And I, I, I when you were came on, I was like, oh man, <laughs> Andrew Schultz is the man, dude. Like, the, yeah, good, I, good I love stand-up comedy. I love stand-up comedy. Are you Big doing time. stuff with other stand-ups right now too, or, or uh, like how, I have, how? I've done with Brendan Schaub, um, other comedians over the years. I even had my own comedy show before COVID called the It's Time Comedy Night at the Laugh Factory here in Hollywood, where I hosted it. Uh, if I had time, I would still do it again. I love that. It's a great night out. I and mean, comedy is just, listen, make them laugh, make them laugh. That's secret of everything. You want a secret of dating a girl, make her laugh. Or, you know, go to a comedy show and watch her laugh. Whatever, just make them laugh. I love that, man. Um, look, here at The Greatness Machine, I'm, we're gonna, we always end on The Greatness question. And uh, I, I, again, I want to respect your time. I know you're short, short, you're short on that. So, um, you know, we really want to know what makes people their best. And, and the question we always ask everybody, and, and I apologize, I usually start the show to give you this before what we were running a little quick here is, um, so I'm going to start now. What is the number one barrier to creating greatness that you overcome in your life? And how did you overcome it? That's an interesting question. Number one barrier, you know, the number one barrier is yourself. It, it's, it's, it's walking up to that door to knock on the door to dial that phone number to let people know you exist, to ask for the, ask for the sale, right? You've got to, you got to get out there. You got to make things happen. So the biggest barrier is your own self-motivation. And that's why you need to believe in yourself, feel passionate about what you're doing. The more passionate you are about it, the harder you're going to go after it. The smarter, rather, you're going to go after it. It's not about working hard. It's about working smart. Okay. Oh, I worked hard. I did 16 hours. Not like I've never said that too. I've done this. No, but did you work smart? If you give somebody eight hours to do a four-hour job as an employee, they're going to take eight hours. If you give them four hours to do an eight-hour job or it means their job, they're going to get it done in four hours, right? It's all about how you project yourself and how you believe in yourself and how honest you are with yourself. And don't set false goals. Oh, I want to make a million dollars. Have you even made 100000 yet? Yeah. You want to make a million? You want to make a hundred? Have you made 50? Well, make your 50 and then the hundreds in focus, make a hundred, then a quarter millions in focus, make quarter million, then you're on your way. See where it goes. You know, be realistic with yourself. Love it, man. Words of wisdom. So Bruce, um, and I, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, you got a ton of stuff going on. What if people want to connect with you, learn more about the stuff you're working on, what's the best way for them to do so? Uh, follow me on Instagram at Bruce buffer UFC or my Facebook page, Bruce buffer. Um, everything's pretty much there, all the products, all everything happening. And and I always go to um, BruceBuffer.com. I've got uh, the special offers for if you're a UFC fan where I'll introduce you like a champion audio or video. And uh, it'll be just like you're in the championship fight in the UFC with an arena background, the whole bit, and uh, weddings, and like I said, birth of babies. My partner, Kristen, and I get tears in our eyes at some of the thank you notes we get. And we get proceeds to charity, you know, partial proceeds and all, and I make it very affordable compared to what people would want to pay me. You know, I don't sure. want to gouge anybody. I just want to make people happy. That's cool, man. And, what a... and practice a three foot theory, treat everybody around you with respect, treat people the way you want to be treated and be a role model to your sphere of influence. That's the biggest advice I can give anybody out there. 
I love that man. Three, the, you called that the three foot rule. Is that right? I love that man. Man, you you are a gentleman. You're you're a badass, Bruce. Like this has been a really cool experience. To, I know I know you're we were short on time, and I I wish I could have more of it with you. But I know you're. A I busy apologize guy. for that. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's all good, man. Um, look, thank you so much for coming on the show. You are the man. Much appreciation to you, my friend. Thank you. Appreciate it very, very much. And um, again, check out Puncher's Chance. We're going to have a contest. I think we have one coming up. If it hasn't already happened, we're, we'll fly you to the UFC. So everybody just go check out PunchersChanceBourbon.com. I'm telling you, if you like bourbon, this is the sweet nectar of the bourbon gods. All right, man. I'm all I'm about not... health. I'm not telling you to drink all the time. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be drinking like buff. You'll be spraying, smell like buff. And um, pretty soon you'll get energy like buff. I'm just joking around with you. Hashtag buff life. Just joking around. <laughs> Bruce, you're a badass, my friend. Thank you so much. Everyone, peace Thank out. We love you. Right. Thank you. Take care. Big cheers and no fears forever, Darius. Thanks, my friend. Take care. You are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Listen, if you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you're tuning in on so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. We have tons of great people coming on, and we're, we're stoked to have you here to enjoy it with us. Leave us a review. Tell us what you love most about this particular episode. We love getting the reviews. We love to see what you guys love most. And if this particular episode you know, made you think of someone who's leveling up in their business and in their life, print screen, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to support and grow with each other. And in case you want to see some of the fun behind the scenes shots or some of the things that we're doing, I'm actually writing about this in my weekly newsletter. Go to www.therealdarius.com and subscribe to my newsletter. We're talking about fun things like business and life and mindfulness and cryptocurrencies and gosh, I don't even know everything and anything, but it's tons of fun stuff I write about. I try to get it out on a weekly basis. You can subscribe at www.therealdarius.com. And with that said, look, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We're out of here. See you guys on the next one. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.